This is Waves Podcast, an experience created by Two Free. Here, our vision is just to serve God first and edify those around us. Simply put, to love, share, and encourage through transparency, honesty, and testimony. Live Two Free. Thanks for being a part of this experience. And I hope and I pray that you'll find your freedom. That's too free. Welcome back to the Waves Podcast. Uh, This week, or shall I say this experience, I want to... Gosh, dude, this is getting so redundant saying, oh, I'm going to change this every week, do it differently. But I really am. I always come with a new experience and I do it a little differently. And this time I've taken a few weeks to just sit with myself and converse with myself to figure out what it is that I really want. What it is that I'm trying to attain where I'm trying to go and really allowing myself to just be completely naked with myself I mean and I want to on this episode or this experience go deeper and to do things and expose parts of myself that isn't like everybody else so (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how to start this and where to go with this so I guess I'll start with where I'm what I'm doing right now currently and and kind of work my way backwards in hopes that uh it awakens something in you all to really find who you are and continue to keep pursuing that because you'll never know fully who you are but you always got to stay in it finding who you are so right now in this moment I am just not giving a fuck I'm not giving a fuck about it all like when it comes when I say that I'm I'm talking about how people judge me and how people look at me and how people belittle me and how people take advantage of me and how people mistake me I'm a God-fearing man. And I've always brought episodes to you guys with clean verbiage and talking as godly as I should. But sometimes you really just got to use those curse words to really express how you feel because people got me fucked up and I am tired of it. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. And it's like, especially when I've always been the good guy. And because of who I am and how I want to be treated and how God has made me, people take that as a weakness and they use it against me and think that they can walk over me. Well, I'm done with it. I'm done. So fuck you. And you know who you are. So it's like, I, I'm just done, you know, like I, 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 
I know who I am and I know what I bring to the table and what my value is and what my worth is. And because you cannot see who your worth is and 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 what you want in life and, and you're just stuck on stupid. How is that my fault? How is that my fault when you continue continuously do the same things you uh, participate in the things of this world? When you don't fight for yourself. How is that anyone else's problem but your own? How is the gray clouds that sit above your head or the smoke that you continue to sit in and amidst, amid, and the bad decisions, bad decisions, bad decisions that you continuously make? How is that my fault? How is that any, for you guys, how is that anyone else's fault? How is that your fault when, it, when you have these same type of people in your life? Why do people think that their misery their misery is your responsibility. And the fact that sometimes you take, you see that, and because of who you are, you involve yourself around them to try to show them light, to show them something better, to encourage them, to help guide them. And they take that, they zap the energy from you. And then when you finally pull away from it, and when you be like, hey, I don't like this, stop doing this. They have a problem with that. I mean, I get people always continuously always tell me, well, Vessel, not everybody thinks like you. And I get it. I get that 50%. The other 50% of me is just like, no, to hell with that. Because it's just like, that is such a cop out for people who are weak minded. And when I say weak minded, I am not meaning this in a rude way or a demeaning way at all. When I say weak-minded, it's literally your mind is weak. You cannot get past feeling the woe is me syndrome. Like you, you, you believe that you can't get out of something. And so when, when, when people tell me, well, people don't think like you. And I'm just like, well, why not? Why do we need to continue to be existing in a world where everyone wants to make excuses where everyone wants someone else to fix the problems for them see my thing is I don't want people to fix my problems or fix me I want people to be there with me helping me learning from someone else because I don't know all the answers I have been alone my whole life I have sat with myself my whole life. I have become comfortable with Vessel. (laughs) I love me because I am able to make my own decisions and figure out what it is. Because at the end of the day, I can't count on anyone else. I don't need to be shacked up with someone. I don't need to be up under someone all the time to feel my worth or my value. And when you're in that moment and you don't have a, a, a flame within yourself to fight for you to be like, hey, 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 I want to see if I can work on me and, and build my own self up. Because at the end of the day, I know I can rely on me. So it's like that when people say that, when a lot of people don't think like you, I'm just like, well, damn. Why am I living in a world where everybody not everybody, where most people's thinking is trash? It's like, why would you want that for yourself? Why do you want 
why okay so for me there's people in my life or really that there's people there's there's some people in my life that I've encountered who say that they know God and that God lives within them and as as believers we are not to judge others we are to help others especially when we see them doing things that are not godlike right and so many times people get the two misconfused because it's a fine line and they're like, oh, well, if you're telling me something about myself, instead of them taking it as encouragement or um, uh, I don't even like the word constructive criticism because it's not criticism. When, when, when someone is trying to point out something to you that's not healthy, let me show you how to do it. They take it as offense and think you're judging them. No, you won't only want to call something judging because you con- you're convicted and you know that you need to work on it, but you just don't have the power within you to work on it. So say that. Stop being a cop out. Stop being weak minded and stop. Stop playing the pity card. And the woe is me. Knock it off. I'm tired. You know, I'm tired of this. And so. There, like I said, there's people in my life that or that I've encountered that have acted like that. And it's just like, oh, so then I get called. Uh, I, I get called the phrase. Oh, 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 OK. Real Christian, quote unquote, like, first of all. What is the definition of a real Christian? Like, I believe that it all points to one God and not just because I serve God, it doesn't label me as a Christian. I mean, there is such a bad rap for that word. And at the end of the day, I'm not taking any more labels. I'm not being put in any more boxes. I love God. I know the the story. I know that Jesus came and he redeemed us. He's our savior. And I know the Holy Spirit lives within me. I know it's God, the creator, Jesus, the son and Holy Spirit, the helper. You can call it whatever you want to call it. But in my book, I call myself God's son. And that's that. So what I learned is when you take offense to something, it's a conviction. And all that means is you need to actively try to work on that and go to the source of it and figure out what it is that needs to be fixed so that you can become better. We're supposed to always be growing. Like, If my God is almighty and all powerful and the creator of everything, and I'm his son, a direct descendant, <laughs> why am I half-stepping? Why are any believers out here half-stepping? When we're supposed to represent the image of God, why are we half-stepping and half-doing everything? Like, no. Like, that, that, that's so stupid. That is so stupid. If we're his representatives and we're only giving people half the picture, like what? So when you see something, it's just like, and you call another believer out on it and they get offended by that. And then they go try to sow seeds of discontent in you all's other relationships because they feel attacked. That is a weak mind. And that's childish. And that is unforgivable. So it's just like, at the end of the day, it's just like, I don't need you in my life. I don't want you in my life because it's trashy. It's so disgusting. And it's just, it's not for me. So it's like, y'all probably like, dang, why, who you really snapping on? Who you going off? And I'm just saying like, there's this person and out of respect. And you know, it's crazy because even out of all this, I should just be blasting their name. But out of all respect, it's just like this person, you know, I, I, I just, I have to just keep praying for them because it's like, how can you say, you know, God and you love God? But you're over here doing this messy type of stuff. Like, 
because you you know damn well you're in the wrong like in your life like what you're doing and it's just like I didn't even I didn't even point out the real flaws in your life whatever that's not what I was even here for but it's just like if I see my friend my sister in Christ going through this type of stuff and you being hurt and you being all this stuff and you know the answer to get out of it and yet you're just refusing to adhere to that my God is gonna ask me why didn't you say something oh God because I'm afraid she's gonna say no I'm not afraid I'm going to say something. You don't want to hear it? That's fine. I'm going to remove myself. But what I'm not going to do is let you sit here and soil my name because you have an attitude and because you're you're weak. When all I tried to do was help you become stronger as we tried to be stronger together as Proverbs, Proverbs, what is it? Proverbs 27, Proverbs 27, 17, is it? I know it's in Proverbs 27, I believe. Not even going to quote that right there, but it says what it says. I know it's in the book of Proverbs. Let me just leave it at that. It says a friend sharpens a friend as iron sharpens iron. So it's my duty to edify into you to point out what is what I see. And then so that way, maybe you can be like, oh, wait, okay. well, will you help me work on this? Or, okay, I see it, Corey. Let me go work on this. But instead, what you want to do is you want to cop an attitude and you want to go sow seeds of discontent. We're not going to do that. And so... Shifting gears real quick. I just want to say this, y'all. I'm working on another episode that's coming. Guy keeps waking me up in the early morning hours and giving me these visions and these ideas for the new a new episode that I'm gonna come out with. And it's gonna um it's gonna involve the garden and the jungle. And like I I that's all I'm that's all I'm gonna give y'all right now. But I'm I'm working on this because I always said that I don't ever want to give anything to you guys half half cooked, right? I don't want to give you a half cooked meal like. God doesn't like lukewarm people. So why am I going to give you a lukewarm meal? Like when I come out with this episode, y'all, y'all going to be like, whoa, my man, you just woke me up. Like what? Like, it's so cool. Like the stuff that he's been giving me. But with learning all that and doing all this and doing all my notes, I'm just like, that's just one situation. It's just like, I'm, I've been sitting with myself, conversing with who I am and being like, wow, Corey, you're really selling yourself short. You don't need to hang on to this dead weight that's around you anymore. Like, just because you've invested so much time in these quote unquote friendships, it doesn't mean you can just, it doesn't mean that you have to stick with them. I'm out, I'm out growing them. And if these people aren't growing with you, then you don't need them around you anymore. And so it's like, I had another situation, um, someone that, um, so back earlier, uh, in one of the earlier episodes, uh, last season, maybe, I don't know if I shared this with you guys, but, um, uh, there, I had a friend, uh, long story short, that I would, uh, that I allowed to stay with me and we were roommates, right? Well, she, uh, okay, so she was staying with me um, and a friend from high school that I went to high school with, I had invited him over to come hang out with me and stuff. Long story short, he ended up smashing her and in my apartment while I was there after I had said I did not agree with that I did not want that to happen and all this other stuff so people are just like well if you didn't if you didn't have feelings for either one of them the guy or the girl what I mean what does it matter and I'm just like at the end of the day I did have feelings for both of them because they were both my friend it's just the fact that I was disrespected in my own place like people shat in my house while I was there and that's hella disrespectful like my feelings were disregarded um they were not considered and no one thought it was appropriate to even apologize or ask how, why I felt the way I felt. Instead, everyone just came to their own conclusion. Oh, he's just, he's just, he's just in his head or he just, he, he doing too much, whatever. I don't care. I don't even know what, what the hell they thought. I don't care. But at the end of the day, I've, 
my emotions and my feelings are very valid to me and I felt hella disrespected and that's where that line was root. So it broke me and it hurt me a little bit. Fell out of the relate, fell out of friendship with her. Uh, I, it's it's done. I'm, we, I mean, we, I forgive, moved on, whatever. We can be cordial if we ever see each other, but I will never love her again the way I did. And so um, that happened. Uh, cut the dude off for a while. And then I was just like, you know what? You know, I know you're going through a lot of mental health issues. And every time I'm around you, you're just like a damn thunderstorm gray cloud you're always just depressed and mopey and just stuck in this 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 uh broken heart phase like you've been in it for years and you're just stuck in it and so me thinking I could well you know let me come back around be like hey man let me try to edify and bring the light of God and just try to help you out because I don't want to see you continue to struggle that's not fair like if I can help you then I'm allow God to work through me to help you to bless you and stuff so I, you know, started hanging around with them again and stuff. And then I get my, I get blessed with this opportunity to work for this nonprofit organization, which is always something I wanted to do. I've always been wanting to work for a nonprofit. I've been volunteering for a nonprofit, the Tulsa Dream Center. And now I, I work, uh, work for another organization. I'm not telling y'all what it is yet because I love it. I've been there about two months now. Um, and I love this career. It's not even a job for me. Like it's, it's being around these kids is everything and just, ah, God using me anyway. But long story short, um, again, um, I needed three references. Okay. And he happened to be one of the references, the guy that smashed, I guess the homie, she was the homie at the time. Anyway, I asked him to do a reference. And you know how you get that that sense of that intuition, I guess, Holy Spirit, that spirit of discernment. You got to learn to trust it and not second guess it. And anyway, I asked him to do a reference. Right. And the first thing he said to me when I asked him to do a reference was like, man, I don't know. I can't lie for you. And uh, if I do this, you better not make me look bad by not not continuing to work at this uh, this job or whatever. It wasn't even about you make you look bad really and the fact that if you really were my friend you would see more in me instead of my track record of the jobs I've had because I don't just stay at jobs if they're not fulfilling my purpose so the fact that you even said that that comment was unnecessary and it held no weight and it's like talking to a narcissist and so I was just like you know what so here's what I did I did my research before I even before I even let the seed of frustration and resentment towards that person even fester in my garden. Here's what I did. I said, okay, I'll wait. So I asked him later that week, okay, did you fill out that, did you fill out that, um, that reference thing that the lady's needing? So before I can get hired, yeah, I filled it out. Okay. So why is she texting me? And so in my head, I'm just like, okay, why is she texting me asking me? Can you get a hold of your friend to see if he can do the reference? Okay, that was that was the first flag. I was like, okay, well, all right. So because I'm a proactive person, I just went ahead and sent her another reference and I was going to wait and watch this play out. So I wait and watch it play out. Three days later. Three days later. Oh, hey, uh, I really thought I filled this out. My bad. Uh, give me a call. As soon as I get that text, what do I do? I give him a call. What do I do, get? Four rings and then voicemail. I said, okay, bet. 
a day later, you called me. What do I do? I let that shit go to voicemail. It's been three weeks. I ain't heard since. So, uh, I'm sorry. I said I've been at this job two months. I've been at it one month, but it's okay. Uh, man, time is just flying, man. But it's, anyway, so, so then I go do my research two days ago. I go to the lady and I'd be like, can you do me a, can you, can you do me a solid, please? Can you tell me if that person really sent in that information that you asked them to send in? And she said, yeah, let me go look, let me go look. She looks and she looks and she looks and she looks. No, never was a reference sent in. You want to keep me down because you don't want to see me exceed because you miserable. (laughs) And I'm just like, well, God, thank you for showing this stuff for me. And it's like. I stopped smoking three weeks ago. Like, I used to smoke weed, like, not, like, all the time. But, I mean, I would smoke at least once a day, twice a day. And what I noticed is, like, in my dreams, my dreams stopped coming. Like, when I smoked, I didn't dream. I slept well, but I didn't dream. I'm telling you, I've had a dream, a solid storyline dream that seems, like, well put together. And there's not any missing pieces I dream well every night. And then, so I, my eyes and my mind is healing. And I'm just being awakened to stuff that I've been so blinded to being, having a smoke around my head all the time. Now, people look at me thinking I think I'm better than them or I am whatever, criticizing them for smoking. Let me tell you this. I will not ever shun smoking. Because I don't see anything wrong with it. I I mean, if I could get away with it for my job and if I could continue to smoke and it didn't affect the the purpose that God had for me and the visions that he's trying to send to me. And that if it didn't if it didn't have some of the negative side effects that it have in it, basically, if if God said I could have it, I'd be smoking that stuff. I don't have a problem with it. But what I do have an issue with is like if God is calling us, especially as his representatives to do things differently I'm not saying it's for everybody, but God told me to stop smoking. So why is that your problem? Why are you offended? Because I stopped smoking. Like when I never shunned you for it. Right. And so it's just the demeanors of people. Like now that I've started moving differently, they act funny now. Like, and I'm just sitting back and like, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of it. You guys are shunning me because God has blessed me with a beautiful, brilliant mind. And I know myself and I'm not going to allow someone to uh, make me settle and be stuck and continue to waste my time and my youth on some bullshit because you guys want to go with the rest of the world. I'm going a different way. And so you don't have to get mad because I'm going another way when I've tried to be there with you, when I've tried to take you with me, when not everybody was on Noah's Ark. So, you know, I said, you know what? I'm just going to trust and have faith and hope that God will get them right and that they will pull themselves out of it when it's their time to pull themselves out of it. But I can't stand stand around. It was never my responsibility to wipe somebody's ass for them. They grown. They're mature enough to take care of themselves. So you go do that. And I'm removing myself. So it's just like that situation. I'm just like, so I've just been sitting here with myself like, you know what? I have got to take care of me and prepare my future for me and my nieces and nephew. All these other people out here who don't give a damn or who are just doing the same old things and following the customs of this world. That's fine. 
you do you. Because when it's all said and done, I'm going to have to answer for me to God. I'm not going to answer for you. So it's not my responsibility to care or wonder what the hell you guys are doing or why why your mind works works the way it works. I got to take care of my own mind. And that's what I'm doing. That's where I'm at right now. And I feel so good. Like, and it's people really don't want to see you succeed. And it's just crazy because I have this group, this uh, men's group that I attend uh, every Tuesday um, with some of my brothers. Um, I, I, it's four other brothers that we uh, that I hang out with. And uh, they, one of them told me, he was just like, you know, a couple of months ago, he told me, he was like, you know, Corey, you may not see it, but you do have haters out here, even though you don't see it, even though you, you either turn a blind eye to it or you just, you so focused on what you're supposed to be doing, you don't see it. Because I'm not supposed to be focused on that, right? So he's like, you know, you got people who really out here don't want you to win. They'll be in your face. They'll be your friend. They'll do all this. But they really don't want to see you win because they think you're going to leave them behind or they think that you don't deserve it or why is it not? Why are they not excelling? And it's like, now that I'm sitting here, I'm just starting to see all of it. And it's, I'm just like, dude, like when I think about it, it's just like, I just want to understand how their mind works. Like, why are you hating so hard on someone when that very person, when, when, when the person that you're trying to shun away will be a better asset to you than an enemy or not even in your life. Like, I don't get it. Why are you sabotaging something that's good in your life? I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a, I'm not perfect all the way around. I will never be, but I bring something great to the table. I really do. I know that about me. I bring greatness to the table with whatever group I'm in because I shine bright. I allow God to live within me and I actively fix things that I notice that are wrong with me. So it's just like whether people bring it to me or or whether I realize things when someone gives me something and I'm just like, okay, well, I will heart, I will take that and I will figure out where the truth of it is in that. And I actively pursue that and work on it because at the end of the day, I want to be inclusive, but you know, I'm tired of trying to keep people in my circle that want to box me out when I'm just here being a servant of God and just doing just treating people the way I would like to be treated respectfully humbly and 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 I just I just don't get it God didn't give me the ability in my mind to be able to understand how people who who people who act like this how their minds work I don't get it and so I've just been learning to check my my ego check my demeanor and just really stay humble because it's like Sometimes, I, like, when I see the masses, right, and I see people booed up or with their significant other, and I'm just like, God, this is so not even funny anymore. Like, I'm 30 years old, and I've never had a girlfriend, and I don't get it. Like, so then, you know, a lot of times I would sit back, and I'm like, whoa, well, what is it that I'm doing wrong? Is it something that I need to fix so that I could have this because I said it must cannot be that hard like I know people see me I know I'm not just some invisible ghost walking around on the streets I know females see me so what am I doing wrong but then I have to think like most of the people that I see with people are just with people so that they don't feel alone it's not really a compatibility thing it's not that they have God in the at the center bara okay but it's like some of these things I have to take into consideration, like maybe it's just not my time. 
And I get that. But within that, in the same sentence, I'm just like, you know what? And I'm very happy being single. Because my nieces and the nephews, prime example, I love them to the moon and back. But it's when it's time for them to go home, oh, I know you're going back to your mama. Let me call my sister real quick. Come on, come get them. You know, so it's so that freedom right there. Like, I don't have enough energy. It's, there's three of them, right? And the boy, there's two girls and there's a boy. And the boy, he packs energy of 10 grown men, athletes. I'm just like, oh, slow down. I can't. So it's just like, I'm still learning and I'm still building myself and, 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 and getting everything in order financially and uh maturity wise like god is giving me this time to really focus on me in this season the seasons of singleness to really work on me and and to really get it get it get it you know and that's a blessing in that like i am not shunning that at all i love being single i really do however seeing someone else you know and being able to come and confide in them or when you had a bad day and all that stuff that's good stuff but Again, like God says, my grace is sufficient. I'm all you need. And if that is not the truth, let me tell you guys. So I've always had, you know, kind of like, not always, but like most of my life, I've, I've always been fighting from a place of trying to survive and not really thriving. And I told myself this year, I said, I'm not doing that no more. I'm breaking this. I'm not doing it. I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of asking for assistance and nobody will help me. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I, so not the fact that I'm tired of asking It's the fact that nobody wants to help me. And I get that. And I'm okay with that. And I'm going to work past that. And so it's people see it as weak when you forgive them so that you can move on. They think, oh, you're just too passive or you should stand up to them or you should do this. But why? Why stress myself up and get my blood pressure rising all up, getting upset when somebody who I've tried to talk calmly to and passively to still ain't going to hear it. I'm not going to relish in that, that, that feeling of defeat or negativity or being upset. I'm not going to do it because I can change the world more with my positivity than I can of, with my anger and my discontent. I'm not going to do that. And so it's like, Again, like the job that I have, like I remember a couple of weeks ago, y'all is again, I was struggling. I was a little behind on everything. And I was like, God, how am I going to get through all of this? Like every time I get on this podcast, I always have to give you guys a real testimony and bring it to you guys, the truth and the facts of what's been going on in my life. Right. So I'm sitting here struggling. I'm asking, you know, people in my life to help me out. And some people helped, but not the ones that I really thought could help me, you know, like the ones that I really valued as in my inner circle. And that's okay. So I sat here one night and I said, Lord, actually a couple of nights, I said, Lord, look, you have proven yourself more times than ever. I don't need any signs, but God, how am I going to get through this? How are we going to do this? I said, I can't get gas in my car. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that. Woo, 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 woo. Anyway, we get through it, right? And so then God blesses me, like, because I was doing insurance for a while. I worked for farmer's insurance. Oh, my gosh, I hated it because before that I was working as a customer service representative at a, uh, at a home improvement store. And I'm like, dude, what am I becoming? What what am I becoming working here? And yeah, 
you know, I worked on my customer service and learned to deal with different type of people and different type of attitudes and mentalities. However, I knew that that wasn't my stopping point. Like, that's not where I was supposed to be. Like, and so this was in the season of when I didn't have a car, when I was walking and catching the bus and all this good stuff. So after that, I shifted gears and uh, I went to go do insurance. Now, from a very young age, I always knew one of the jobs I would never do would do insurance. I never was a salesman, never could be a salesman. I'm just not a salesman because at the end of the day, if someone says they don't want something, I hear them. I'm not going to push. I'm not going to shove something at you. I'm not going to do that because it's disrespectful and it's inappropriate because it's like I'm really out here shoving and begging you to dig in your purse and your wallet so that I can pay my bills. I don't like that. It's, it makes me feel so gross and disgusting. So the fact that I did it for three months was because someone asked me to do it. So I did it. I excelled. I passed the test on my first time, my first time to get my licensure. Like, so I have the mind and the capability to do so much in this world. And that was a flag to me. Like, Corey, your mind is so powerful. Like you have it within you to win and excel at so many things that you attempt. And I think other people see that too, and they're turned off by it and they're annoyed by it. But you can't get mad at me because we're all different. We can't all be the same. I apply myself. I'm just naturally gifted at using my mind. I just naturally am gifted at that. Like that's just, some people are gifted at doing many other things or being an athlete or being a great mother or being a father or being a, a good friend or being, I don't know, but I'm just gifted at taking what's in front of me and achieving at it, especially when I put my mind to it. And so I did that. I hated it. I didn't make any sales. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I didn't make any, but I was still getting paid. Okay. Cause it was hourly plus commission. So at three months, they were just like, look, you ain't bringing anything in. I said, I think this is a mutual agreement, a mutual department departure. I'm out of here. I said, I can't do this no more. I don't like doing this. And so, but the excuse they gave me was, oh, my agency's going under. I can't afford to pay you anymore. Oh, is that right? Okay, I'm out. So I sat two weeks without a job. I apply, I apply for unemployment. I apply for all these benefits. And every time Oklahoma tells me no, and the government just slams the door in my face, like, I don't even know why the hell you even attempted it because we ain't helping you every time. And you don't think that hurts me a little bit every time? Because when I look at other people getting these benefits and I'm just like, of all the people, I don't know these people's lifestyles, but of all the people, you can't give me a little bit. Like, okay, but I pay my taxes. I do all this, and it's not right. It's, it's, it's just not right, but it's okay. Moving past that, what I'm saying is knowing that type of stuff and knowing that God, again, says my grace is sufficient, and he uh, sustains me and all of it without that, I feel like that gives me strength, and it gives me more God-fidence, not confidence, God-fidence that I don't need this stuff. I really don't. Like, I ask for it. They say, no, okay, cool. That makes me strong. And that just shows that, okay, I don't need it. And now, if they had did that to a lot of people, and you know how many other people would be out here really actually, like, thriving and winning? Like, okay, because they didn't assist in me, I've, I've excelled past that. So, I got past that. I started my new career, and I love it. I get paid, oh, my gosh, so really well. I, I've, I'm getting paid more than I've ever gotten paid, and it, it, they're paying me more than what I asked for if that's not God, like, so again, people see you winning and then they have an attitude about that. And it's like, don't bring that negativity and that nasty stuff to my doorstep because you mad. Had you applied yourself and really go after for what you want, you could do the same thing as I'm doing. So anyway, let's bring it back. So again, 
So that's where I'm at in my life and what I'm doing. But I, I just said, you know what? I need to get on this podcast and tell people that it's not always unicorns and happy-go-lucky Corey Vessel because it's not because people out here over here trashing me and being hella disrespectful. And I had to allow Tiger Lane to come back into the picture. Tiger Lane is the one that's out here cussing because Tiger Lane pissed because it's like I've tried to suppress him, y'all, because I wanted to show a better image. I wanted to, and I am, that's who I am. I am Corey Vessel. I'm God's son. However, Tiger Lane sits with me. Tiger Lane is that person with inside of me that is all fire, that he will go to toe and toe with you. He will go if we need to go there. But I have got to learn. I have not got to. I have learned when he's a pro, when it's appropriate for him to really come out here and act a fool. As people are trying me, they're coming at me, and I've had to show out. And I'm showing out because I'm, I'm just like, for what? God made me. God knows me. And God, at the end of the day, is not going to hold me to feeling my emotions. As long as I'm not out here disrespecting and hurting people's feelings on purpose and, and, and lashing out because I'm hurt. As long as I can come to people still with that Tiger Lane energy without so like disrespecting God and misrepresenting God. Tiger Lane is just as well as Corey Vessel out here. And we're going to work together out here because people, like I said, are taking my kindness and my, my, my passiveness and my, my chill demeanor as a weakness. And that's their fault. That's their issue. That's their mistake. Why should I care that people don't like me? That's none of my business. Now, when I let it affect me, then that becomes my business. You don't like me? That's fine. You got an issue with me? That's fine. If you're not going to be mature enough to bring it to me and have a healthy dialogue, be like, hey, Corey, you said this or you did this. Um, and, and can we work past this? Because I really do want this friendship or this partnership to really work out. That's on you. That's immaturity. And so what I learned is just like, what I learned is like, sacrifice is a sign of maturity. And what I also learned is like, you got to love yourself enough to cut out, cut out your bad habits. And that's what I'm doing. I cut out my bad habits because I love myself. I had to make sacrifices because I want to do better. I want to mature. I can't stay stuck in this child, this childlike mentality and I'm 30 years old too many people around me 30 years old you ain't moved out your mama's house you ain't moved out your daddy's house you still got this child mentality and you 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 I cannot do it we got to do better we got to do better and that's that and so like I, I I just you know what like I just <sighs> this is not the end well, everything that we're doing on this earth, we only have a limited amount of time, right? This, I really feel like, is either either our first chance at this thing called life, because when it's all said and done, Jesus is, prepare, Jesus is preparing a place of rest for us for another thousand years. God sees each day as a thousand years. So if we're after this, we're going to rest for a thousand years. That tells me that either God is going to place me in another world or another universe or another situation or something after I die. And he's going to use this to be like, hey, okay, I don't think you're ready. I'm going to not let you go to the next step or I think you're ready. You've done well, my son. I'm moving you on to the next we are people so many people out here are living life like this is it but who's to say that this isn't like the second one or the third time or the fourth time or the fifth time because we can't remember what happened before all this 
So we have always we got to live in the moment, but we also got to realize that this isn't the last of the moment. We could lose our life at any moment. And when it's all said and done, when that day of judgment comes, when you look back, when God shows you everything, what can you say that you achieved or what you tried to do or what if you even listen to him when he spoke to you? We got to think higher and we got to think past ourselves. There's a higher calling on us. There's a higher thinking. There's a higher power. And you can continue to sit here and act like you don't believe it or it's just hearsay or that's a white man's religion or the Bible's been written by so many different people, all that. And you can keep making all the excuses in your life all you want. But you can't sit there and tell me that you don't have this feeling or this, this inkling inside you telling you to strive for more and to think differently and to think higher. Stop with all that because that's not true. And I, I just feel like it's my duty to share that. And it's my duty to be real. And it's my duty to come on the podcast and tell you exactly what I feel and what I feel like people need to hear. Because it's like, why be on a platform and not be real about anything? And I don't get on here to complain. I don't get on here to cry. I don't get in here to shun nobody. Like, I get on here because I want to see us become a bigger people. We are human beings, y'all. We are God's hand. We are created in his image. So why are we tearing up this world and half-stepping? We are... We have the potential to be so much more we are little gods we have so much power within us to change and do so much the world is waiting on your vision so share it share it like a plate of brownies the two free movement okay (laughs) come on we gotta do better and we just gotta want more for ourselves so that it becomes contagious and infectious like we gotta we gotta wake up y'all we can't sit here and listen to the media and the news and take the words of one man over another thinking that they know the truth and they have all the answers because they don't don't look for the towards the government for your answers and 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 expect them to keep you safe and rely on them quit putting your faith in another man that's how you get broken again you need to put your faith in god and you need to put hope in yourself knowing that you can get through whatever comes your way some of you guys out there are really blessed to have surrounded by so many people and that's okay that's all well and good i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that but what i'm saying is use them as resources they're not the source you can't put everything on them expecting them to help you you gotta want more for yourself it's not selfish it's you growing keep opening up your mind and allowing everything that comes around you um you need to allow yourself to feel all of it whether it's whether it's regret, whether it's hurt, whether it's pain, whether it's joy, whether it's um, whatever it is, do not tune it out with drugs and sex and alcohol and all this stuff. Feel that stuff because if you don't feel it, you can't heal. You need to feel it so that you can heal, so that you can get past it, so that your wound can start to scab over, so that eventually, far from now, you look down at it and you're like, okay, well, that's a scar, but I remember where that came from and I remember how it helped me and I, re- I know where I came from and I know where I'm going right like I tell people all the time when I mentor especially up here at at the job that I work at at the career that I work at I I tell these kids I'm like this is not this is just the beginning for you I I, I tell them I'm just like I tell them the story of David and Goliath and I'm just like you know my stones my testimony my troubles my failings my my mishappens all the stuff my testimony basically all wrapped up in one rock my stones can take out your giant, which is Goliath. Your stones, your testimonies, the stuff that you've been through could be the stones that take out my giants, my Goliaths. In other words, my oppositions, the things that are against me. 
your story matters. Your voice matters because it may be the very thing that helps me take out the giant that's coming against me. So share that. Be real with it. Feel it. Let it wash over you and flow through you. Reject nothing and cling to nothing. But at the end, at the most, the most important thing I can give to you guys is just love yourself. Love yourself enough to quit your bad habits. Love yourself enough to mature. Don't cap on a level. Like, keep going up. Keep going up. And what uh, everything that you see in this world, media and celebrities and all this stuff, what they're doing is none of your business. It's none of your business. You know, and the only reason celebrities are where they're at and what they're doing is because you guys give them all this attention. Would would these people would these people help you out if you asked them to? We've got to focus more on what's at home. And that's you, your soul, your health, your vision. I asked one of the kids at my job the other day or my career the other day, I said, I said, you because he, he was telling me, he was like, man, I, I always try to fight for everybody else. And uh, I set myself on fire trying to keep other people warm and everything. And I just like, I just feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. And, I'm, I, and I said, OK, but I said, but who's going to take care of you? I said, who's going to fight for you if you don't? You know? And it's that's why I feel like I'm called there, like where I work. I feel like I'm called there because it's like I'm sharing where I've been, especially since I have a similar lifestyle or where I came from to where these kids have come from. I feel like that gives me an advantage to relate with them. My youth gives me an advantage to relate with them. I feel like I'm supposed to be sharing my testimony and sharing what I know and who I am with these kids because they are our future. I mean, our time has come and it's going. Their time is just now coming and we need to be edifying them and preparing them and helping them suit up and uh, giving them the weapons that they're going to need for the future. Too many times, so many people are born into this world and all they do is take as resources from this world. All they do is take, 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 and then they die and leave nothing. When I die, I'm going to die empty. Because I'm going to give it all back before the time I go. So, y'all, it's coming to an end. I don't have much, much more to say. But I wanted to bring the reality of life to you. I wanted to introduce you to Tiger Lane. And, you know... Um, Tiger Lane cusses a lot more than that. But, you know, again, I had a Corey Vessel. I had to keep it reeled in, you know, everything. And don't look at Tiger Lane as he's a, some alter ego or somebody different. He really is me. He's just the uh, the the more heated part of me that's... He'll go toe-to-toe with this world if he has to. And I don't like to do that because it, 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 it takes a lot of energy, you know. So I don't like to match energy. So thankfully who I am is 75% Corey and Tiger Lane is 25%. <laughs> Again, and one more thing I'm going to say before I go is uh, 
you know, honestly, without God, I'd be a sack of matter. Like, literally, I'd just be a skin suit full of just matter without God. So what I see is like when people who don't know God or who refuse to acknowledge God or who choose to acknowledge God and just do the quite opposite. You're just a sack of matter. That's not going to even matter, really. Like when you die, you're just going to be you're just going to you're going to return to dust and become a resource to the earth. You got to want more for yourself and you got to be more. You have the potential to be more. Thank you guys for being a part of the wave. Thanks for being a part of the two free movement. And I'll see you guys next time right here on Waves. God bless.